Getting on radio, getting on these podcasts, getting on the internet, and just talking slick, and they don't get no consequences and repercussions. No repercussions. So when I see some public pressing going on, I can't really be too mad at it. I love it, and, and, I, and it's going to be sad, and I know I shouldn't be saying this, but I, I, I think it should get back to the days when people get punched in the face. And by the way, those days were just six, seven years ago. Charlamagne the God has been punched in the face for the things that he said. You've seen me on camera running from fights. I I've also had to whip some ass out here in these streets for things that I've said. Mm -hmm. When rappers press me publicly, I gotta have that same energy. And I ain't talking about what y'all see in this studio. I'm talking about things that y'all have, haven't have seen. I'm talking about things that happen behind the scenes. Outside, right. And we know, like we all know. So it's like, yo, you gotta, I, I respect people who keep that same energy, like they get pressed and still say what they got to say or they get pressed and say what they have been saying about that person to their face. Right. Other than that, I don't got any respect for, for what you do. All right. Was that your moral of the story? Yes. <laughs> and uh, I can't wait to I, I, I can't wait to listen to Queen Radio later on. Today at right. 1 o'clock. I don't want to hear no tough talk either, by the way. And guess what? If, if she does talk tough, cool. Just on when you see Cardi, just make sure you do the Cardi what she did to you. My goodness. All right. <laughs> You see, these these people like people like these people, man. That that's that's successful getting money, and and pro, and promoting this kind of shit. These these people is the is the main contradictions, man. These these be the motherfuckers. They be with you for like 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 now you so now you want niggas. So now you see, and this is what I said on my podcast about this Cardi B shit. And Nicki Minaj, motherfuckers don't care about the pressing issue because they women. If it was two niggas doing that, y'all would have been like, "Oh, look at these niggas, God, niggas, you can't take no niggas nowhere." You know what I'm saying? It would have been get y'all pressing the issue for the for the press out because these are females. Because if it becomes the men, you never know what what is going. It might not be no damn fist. Might be a, it's gonna be a fucking shootout. You know what I'm saying? You tell the niggas the. You tell the niggas to stop the violence and, 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 and be peaceful, but you want the bitches to link up and fight. You see what I'm saying? And then, as a these motherfuckers, Charlemagne and God, and especially uh, DJ Envy, they getting money like shit, like like especially Envy, they getting he rich, niggas rich, bro. So they can they can afford to for for to sit around and like and push a. A, a, a regular motherfucker to think that everything that you telling the celebrities do is, a, is the people that's listening to it, especially the young people, they're gonna take it that way themselves. Like they're gonna take it like you're talking to me. You know what I'm saying? That's how they like. That's that's how they're gonna intake the intake. It. So basically, what somebody called up and basically was saying like, kind of, kind of what I was saying. Like I, I was with Cardi B. I was with Cardi B completely. I like I said, like. Nikki, you gonna end up getting, you gonna end up having to fight somebody. You know what I'm saying? These girls, that's what I was, that's the whole thing of what I was saying on the podcast. Like, like she's gonna have to eventually end up fighting these girls. Is just, you know, Cardi B just a regular one of them girls from one, them little shows, but she just glowed up with that damn song. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then offsetting them, help put in a little bit, and they, you know what I'm saying? They, and then now she huge. You know what I'm saying? So. So like she you know she 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 a list celebrity, but like I said, if this was like a situation where, oh yeah, Jay Z, when you see uh when you see Kanye West, you better knock that nigga the fuck out. If that would have happened or something, or like 
um, like Casanova and a little shit. Like somebody would have, he would have found cousin. Instead of they linked up, he beat he beat the shit out of him and broke his jaw or something. You know what I'm saying? You'd have been like, damn man, like this is what you know. They the same motherfuckers that would have got on here, and, and you see what I'm saying? So they they, can't, they they just they just they just talking for they just talking to get money, man. Like the to bring their ratings over because they because they got a, a a voice to talk because what you're saying ain't even making no sense you know what I'm saying then a girl called up and basically was saying uh it just make it just it gives a reason it gives a reason for the white people to you know to speak to speak to, to think uh to think more of us or th- or you know or to think bad of us you know what I'm saying and and the main motherfucker talking about some not nah, no aunt no hang up we ain't doing that Charlemagne the God the most white whitest black nigga we know everything you tell a motherfucker is for the image for a motherfucking white nigga you ain't telling the nigga to wear no damn tuxedo or no suit or straighten this shit up for no damn black nigga that's that's for the public eye of what, of what people pers- uh, you know the perception that people get for you that's what you telling a nigga to, to do right for. That's the only reason you telling a nigga to do right. You ain't telling nobody to do nothing because of of nigga of other niggas. You know what I'm saying? They say dress dress how you wanna, you know, how you wanna be. It's the same kind of shit like like the way they the, the way people gonna perceive you, just like in sports. Look at look at Serena. Look at Serena. The shit that happened with Serena, they already like painting her as a horrible person like oh look at her man she's just black and she it's you know what i'm saying same shit it's the same shit if you fighting or something and all that kind of shit it's the same feedback and kickback of what's going on with serena look at they talking about serena like taught her a sore loser uh too aggressive they painted her as like this big fat person jumping jumping real real angry like you know what they always do same to the niggas Paint us as the angry black person, like you know what I'm saying. So like, and don't don't feed into this shit, man. Like, you know what I'm saying. Like I said, they want they want to press the issue with this situation because they female. But if it was two niggas going, like it was, if it was um black youngster, like like black youngster and Dolph, when they was having their little shit, like nigga, you ain't want there's a hundred shots ring out. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker ain't get hit, but that was still a hundred shots. You know what I'm saying? Then the nigga did, then the nigga did get shot what five times. You see what I'm saying? With the niggas, it's like, please, no, no, no. But with the with the ladies, fight, fight, fight. Like, like, come on, that don't feed into that shit, man. You ain't supposed to be doing that shit. Like, like, just like the girl said, they both from New York. So if you wanted some smoke, this nigga gonna talk about something. No, I don't care where we at. I want, I want, I want to keep that. I want you to keep that same energy. DJ Envy, you got like seven kids, man. Like you, that is not the shit you preaching. You saying that shit for this show, nigga. Like you know damn well. That that ain't that that ain't that 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 ain't how you rocking or how you pushing people to rock like you know what I'm saying so that's bullshit man and then see as soon as you do some dumb shit your ass will be on this motherfucking show for donkey of the day. Marla smoke, I want y'all to um I want y'all to hear something. Remember my podcast what I said about what I said the real problem with. Joe Buttons and Eminem. Remember I told you that shit ain't about no hate. Eminem just released part two of his interview. You know, we're gonna we gonna listen into the very beginning of it. And say this ain't the exact same thing that I said. That's all it is. 
be like understand understand where your ass at understand you a part of what he's a part of same jersey you ain't gotta be high school friends uh, love me or love it ain't gotta be like that but we were in the same jersey how do you describe your relationship with Joe Budden I mean listen me and Joe Budden aren't you know we're not friends like that we're not like we didn't go to the same fucking high school or something you know what I'm saying so I get that part but when I'm out here flying around to different places and doing interviews and trying to use my platform to pump up Slaughterhouse every chance I get and you're using your platform to fucking trash me. And I'm one of the things that keeps this shit moving. Do you know what I'm saying? So you're doing something, you got a voice in hip hop, so you actually could be affecting this shit a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't owe me nothing. But I've never got in a fucking interview and been like, Joe Button shit is fucking trash. That last album he put out is fucking trash. So that's, that's kind of the attitude I took to this whole album. Kamikaze is like, all right, what if I give everybody my opinion about them? Well, look, I want to talk about Slaughterhouse because uh, there's a lot of, including myself, people. Now, say, say, go back to my podcast about anything with Joe, dealing with Joe Buttons, or say that, say that this ain't the same thing that I said, man. I, I literally said this like, that's all it was. Like we under, like, like nigga, we understand that you don't, that you don't know this white boy, or you don't, you didn't grow up with him. We understand that nigga, you from New Jersey, he from Detroit. Like we, that is well documented. You know what I'm saying? So nobody asking you to like, but real is real, man. Like you're not about like if somebody is funding something anywhere near, you, you, you know, it ain't that you owe them or you, you. We understand that you, 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 you want to make your character a slang person where you just talk mad shit about a person and then and then expect them to be like oh shit it's Joe Button like nah nigga not not with your own people like everybody got everybody got bosses and even if he ain't a boss it's about respect and that's just like that's just lifetime respect even if a nigga going wow a hundred crank hundred miles per hour left in the next direction if y'all on the same team even if you don't know that man, you keep that, you keep that that energy positive, like you know what I'm saying, the, like and that that's why your shit is surging because it's negativity what you bringing. When you bring a negativity to a brand that that just like you 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 look you you look like a person that signed to a person and you're dissing them, and that's what you want it to look like, and that's why people are looking at it. That's the only reason why I have attention. You know what I'm saying? But the realer thing to do, like I always said, a realer thing to do would have been to keep your mouth closed. You don't have to speak on, you don't have to speak on Eminem and what you know. And you 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 could just say, uh, it was it was it was cool. I'm a, you know, that's ball. That's you know, the same team. And and then let motherfuckers laugh and take it how they want to take it. They gonna take it some kind of way anyway. You know what I'm saying? But for you to keep jumping on and making it seem like it's, then you come back and say this bullshit. Like what? You've been fucking better. Come on, man. And I told you, I was like, I was like, that that album, that was an answer. He was answering it. And all the songs you can hear, he's literally talking back to you. 
he's talking back to you. So like that's why I was saying like um with all of the with all of the people, all of the disses and shit that the, the messages that he sent, he sent them directly at you. Like you know what I'm saying? He, he and he and he's explaining what it is you saying. The main thing you saying is he ain't saying shit. How? Them songs was he 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 saying shit to you, and they actually got a little bit of ride to them. Like you can kind of like, they got some replay value. You know what I'm saying? It's not a like it's not a one night thing. And he like I said, you 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 skim through motherfuckers' music to give shit reviews. That's these that's what he's telling you. Like you know what I'm saying? For clicks and views, that's real shit. He's that he, he talking to you, man. People that really feel like the slaughterhouse saga was unfinished. Uh-huh. You know, I know there's a Glass House uh-huh. album that was pretty much completed but never released, right? Where we had left it about two years ago was everybody came in and different, some, some of the guys in the group picked certain beats, some of the guys didn't feel those beats, so they liked the other beats. And it was like, there was definitely enough songs to put an album out, but for the most part, it wasn't a complete picture because everybody wasn't on the same page of what their favorite songs were. So I thought they were gonna go back, go back home, regroup, and try to make a few more songs. I didn't hear anything from that, and then and at that point, I started getting really deep into revival. You know, I was recording every day. So a couple months go by, and from what I understand it to be, what I was told, I didn't hear this firsthand, but okay. Joe said, Slaughterhouse ain't hot right now. We don't have a buzz. We need to put out a mixtape. From that point, everybody started branching out. Royce went and did his album, Prime. Like, everybody started doing their own kind of solo shit. So I thought they were just happy with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just wanted to maybe work on their own projects for a while and we'd come back and visit this or whatever. When we made the first slaughterhouse album the welcome to our welcome to our house that was another album that i felt like holy shit people literally just trashed this they trashed this album it was a huge fucking backlash of oh man this ain't what we want to hear it sounds too polished and all that shit like you're not listen you're critiquing these guys who are fucking wordsmiths do you know what i'm saying like so you're there's, look, there's a certain type of person that, oh man, I like, I only like the beats. There's a certain type of person that will lean towards lyrics more. There's a certain type of person that will lean towards a voice more. They like better. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody leans towards towards their own thing, but I was just like, holy shit. Because to me, the beats were crazy on that album. And only thing I did was added my little touch of like sprinkling music in these tracks and mixing them to try to bring out, you know, the production a little bit. Um, which I don't even know if I did any actual beats on there on the first album, but but all I heard was the backlash that it was too polished. Yeah. So we said, okay, let's do another album, and then you guys do what you want to do with it. Which is kind of we left the ball in their court kind of thing. So I didn't want to touch it in, in, in the sense of like other than give my opinions on songs. I didn't want to touch it I didn't, with my production because I felt like. If, if, what if that is the reason yeah. that they didn't sell albums? I don't want to hinder that, you know what I'm saying? So we gave him another album and next thing I know, I hear Joe talking about who got that money, who, who got what money? Mm-hmm. Like, he did say, I saw a clip that he put up, an interview with him and Crooked that he felt like 
that maybe, perhaps, like he alluded that you and Paul got majority of the money. Yeah, but the, but the album, I hate to say this because I think the guys are super fucking talented, but the album didn't do much to even recoup the first budget. Then we spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on the second album that never came out. What money didn't you get? I don't know if I made a fucking dime off Slaughterhouse. I don't care if I made nothing. I believed in them. So I, you know, I wanted them to, I wanted them to be huge, man. I really did. I, I wanted a group that lyrical to fucking just bust through everything. You know what I'm saying? And it definitely hurt my feelings a lot when the album didn't do good, the first album. It was just like, fuck, man. Like, when, when, when we got CeeLo on the hook of the uh, My Life song, I was like, yo, this is this might be out of here. What, what was the meaning behind the line when you said the last hit, you, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, the last hit you got was with your ex-chick? That was what that was. What's that? That was a tap. Just a tap? It was a tap, but it was also saying that, that his, his, uh, alleged domestic abuse mm -hmm. things or whatever which i'm not going to get into but but i feel like i feel like the reason i had to do that is because like i said there's a there's a there's a fine line between saying you know what this guy's really been cool to me he's helped me out and tried to help out on many occasions so I'm not gonna go in on Untouchable like that. I'm gonna say it ain't for me, I'm not crazy about it, whatever, whatever. But to, to be the worst song you ever heard in your life, have you listened to your own shit? Do you not listen back? Because if that's the worst fucking song you've ever heard in your life. I... You see what I'm saying? Perfect example of what I said. This is brand new. This shit came out a couple minutes ago. I just caught it. I caught it early. That's what I was saying. How the fuck you gonna be talking that much shit about the nigga that's in your shit? That just like this was literally like if Tony Yayo or somebody was like talking about Fifty or something back in the day, or like um, uh, if, or BG was talking about Baby and them like nigga. That last <laughs> that last shit was garbage, man. Like. Nigga, y'all, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's ridiculous, man. He deserve everything he got coming with it from all head, mother. Uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, interesting. So we'll never see that Glass House album, probably, as far as you know. I don't know. I, I, I don't have the answer to that. I, uh, I, I want to just make it clear, though, that aside from the Joe shit, I think that... Slaughterhouse is one of the best rap groups ever to ever happen. But that being said, I I, I wish their first album would have connected. Yeah. To more people than it did. I don't, I don't to this day I still don't. Me and Paul are like, how, how, what the fuck happened? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but look, man, everybody's not gonna like everything you put out all the time. So that that was a dream team of MCs though, and I think a lot to what you're saying. Um, in regards to why aren't people reacting to these wordsmith is that's how we came up, you know, and honestly what people may not realize is that's what really separated hip-hop from 
R&B, rock and roll, and other genres was our ability to bend words, to create patterns yeah. that made it unique to our genre specifically, which it seems like it's something that doesn't get any credibility. Uh, uh, people don't put a whole, not everybody put a whole lot into that. Now, they don't give a lot of credence to that, you know, which is probably um, Slaughterhouse could have been a victim of that. Um, that kind of ideology. Um, you also on this album, uh, you went in on MGK, you guys had a discrepancy. He mentioned it in his response song, uh, Rap Devil, you know, that let's call Sway and ask him why I can't get on Shade 4 or 5. That was in um, response, so I've seen him on the street once, and I didn't know he couldn't come up to Shade at that time, mm -hmm. uh, four or five, and I said, man, come on up, man. And then I had to see him again and say, hey, man, I don't know what the shit is, yeah. but until that gets cleared up, there's no way I can have you on there. Yeah. What's the shit with that? What happened? Well, the shit is, just for the record, the, the thing that was going on that he was saying about my daughter, I didn't even know about that until like literally like a year and a half later. Okay. I wasn't, it just, it never hit my radar. And then one day, you know, you go down the fucking wormhole of YouTube and whatever, right? <laughs> so I see Shingon Kelly talks about Eminem's daughter, whatever, right? So what the fuck? Click on it. Like, yo, why is he? Then he starts doing a, a press run basically about Haley. I'm like, what the fuck? Yo, my man better yeah. chill, right? So that's not why I dissed him. The reason I dissed him is actually a lot more petty than that. Okay. The reason that I dissed him is because he got on. First he said, first first what he said, I, I'm, the, I'm the greatest rapper alive since my favorite rapper banned me from Shade 45 or whatever he said, right? Like I'm trying to hinder his career. It's like, give a fuck about your career. You think I actually fucking think about you? You know how many fucking rappers that are, are better than you? You're not even in the fucking conversation. I don't care if you fucking blow or if you don't blow. It doesn't matter to me. But then when you get on Tech Nine's album and you start sending shots and people start hitting me up, yo, Machine Gun dissed you, he just dissed you, he dissed you. I'm like, I listen to it, I'm like, did he really diss me though? I keep listening to it. Y'all, this rap, you're not gods. And then somebody sends me a screenshot of his Twitter. And it says, had some shit to get off my chest. You just rap, you not God. Some shit like that. And I was like. A reference to the Rap God song? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, on the song he said, y'all just rap, you not gods. And on Twitter he said, you just rap, you not God. Had some shit to get off my chest. And I'm seeing, and by the way, this was on the heels of the freestyle he had just did about Shade 45s. Like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Now, now I'm in this fucking weird thing because I'm like, I gotta answer this motherfucker. And every time I do that, it makes that person as, as irrelevant as people say I am, am in hip hop, yeah. I make them bigger by getting into this thing where I'm like, I wanna destroy him, but I also don't wanna make him bigger. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because now you're a fucking enemy. So, I'll leave it at that. I'm not sure exactly what I'm gonna do at this point right now because I'm still kinda waiting to see what you haven't heard his rap double response? No, I heard it. What do you think of it? It's, it's, 
Not bad for him. Mm-hmm. See, that's some good lines in it. Did, did y'all really call Interscope to try to shell this? Fuck no. I I never made a fucking call. We made a call to Diddy, really? Yeah. I got Diddy's number. Just hit him up. Yo, Diddy, what up? Never happened. It didn't feel like a diss to me. It just felt like pitiful. Mm. Like, oh, fuck. Now nah, I'm, I'm feeling bad for something I didn't even have to do with. So that's how that happened. So he made a reply to my reply. So regardless of what the fuck he wants to say, oh, it was from six years ago. Motherfucker, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Wait. I'm telling you the reason I dissed you now. Yeah. I'm telling you. And I'm going to sit back and I'm going to wait for a second just to see because if people start firing off and not trying to answer every fucking buddy that I dissed on Kamikaze or had words about, I'm going to be going the next five fucking years <laughs> making diss song after diss song. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, you're going to get hit, though. <clears throat> Basically, he waiting on you motherfuckers. So go ahead and record another one. Somebody else, Buttons, he waiting for you, basically, so he can motherfucking mop the floor with you, Machine Gun Kelly, motherfucking uh, um, Joe Buttons podcast members, all them motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? The, you, 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 heard, you heard it first, man, but yeah, bro, like I said, that back to the Joe shit. That just it's just about it's just about loyalty, man. Like that's the thing that people like in the streets people have that. Like I, I will say that uh like in the cause you know it's real motherfucker really find Joe at these rich niggas, you know now if Eminem wanted to find Joe Button, he could find him. Trust me. Pull right the fuck up on his ass. <clears throat> but on the other hand, the other way around, if Joe Button was trying to get the Eminem it would, he would have some problems. Like he, it would be somebody would, so even somebody would alert Eminem. He would know he was coming before he got there. Is what, you know what I'm saying? But not on the other hand with Joe Button, like Joe, because it, it, Eminem, you know, it, money talk. You know what I'm saying? So um, it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna get to that. You know, it's, you know, it's not, it's not gonna get to that. But like I said, he waiting, man. He waiting. So that way, you know, it makes sense. You know, it makes sense. He, he it, it's, it's crazy, like how. Like, all artists' minds are the same for real. Like, everybody feels the same kind of way, and it's dope when you get into that art, that, that artist mode. Like, like the shit that I, would, I wouldn't even myself expect the Eminem to say something, like, to say the things that he was saying right there. Like, like I didn't even think that a rich Eminem motherfucker would even think like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, he's like, um, damn, I gotta respond to this nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't think he, like, it's, it's, you already know he gonna he gonna he gonna cook he gonna cook shit up. But I felt him even when he was like, like damn, I feel bad for the shit that he's saying I did. Like damn, that's some fucked up shit. You know what I'm saying? That that's what he mean. By, that's what he mean by pitiful. Like he feeling like damn. Like but the shit ain't true. Cause like I, what, what, what would I don't know. But shade forty five, that's his shit. Shade forty five. That nigga, that's hit that like he's a part of that. You know what I'm saying? He's he got money invested in that. Of course. That's just like saying fuck 106 and Park and then thinking like, oh shit, tell him I can't go on 106 and Park, nigga. You, you said fuck us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
What the fuck? You can't, you can't, like, like, seriously, like, that was literally a dumb, a dumb statement to make, like, like, I didn't even think about that because I was like, damn, but then I had to think about it, Shade 45, I'm like, what the fuck, mo, like, this is, I forgot he was a, he a part of that shit, like, nigga, fuck no, that's what I'm saying, Eminem, biggest shit, so, you, like, you gotta pick, pick your fucking battles, like a nigga, like why you think if, why you think so many motherfuckers ain't don't diss Diddy, or even back in the day when he was fucking over artists, a lot a lot of people said a lot about him, cause they got so much power because of what they can do for a person. You can do a whole bunch of shit for a person, a motherfucker will kill for you. You can feed a nigga family, man. They'll do whatever to you, man. And I like how they putting this uh, this this the interview out. They putting it out in parts, and um. Shout out Sway. He 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 kind of who I I modelize when I kind of like interview people and shit like that. I want I want to get back into doing that, but you know, like I said, it's hard. It's hard to do it out here in the DMV. It's like it's it's, it's almost like I wish I could go to another state to do this shit, but that ain't safe. You know, niggas fuck around, try to you know try to rob, try to st- you know you never you never know with this shit, man. So, um, but. But yeah, man, he, uh, check out the interview. It's on YouTube, but I just I just gave you the audio. That was part. That was just part two, part two of the of the audio, the Kamikaze interview. Um, but yeah, man, I'm a real nigga, man. He, he ain't fucking crazy, man. He, but he, but you're right. I gotta I gotta apologize when I when I, when I, when I say I was wrong because. He was um, on part one. He was kind of like reviewing the type. He was breaking down the albums, and he kind of really did say that he was like in this fucking killer mind frame when he was writing a lot of them joints. So I gotta apologize because I I definitely was like, nah, I know the fuck you got him fucked up. He don't make that kind of music, you know. But I like I said, I I don't really like for the last three years I was doing music, so I didn't really listen to a lot of mainstream shit at all like I miss so much good music because I was working with music and then sometimes when you work in local with local music and you listen to a lot of like mainstream it'll make you really feel like like damn this our music is shit you know what I'm saying it really it really does like when you really listen to far as not far as lyrics and like lyrics and shit like that might be cool but far as the quality and you really understand like why you need to be in a a top priority studio as opposed to just recording in a in a trap joint or you know what I'm saying a house joint like this the quality of your sound some people the quality of your sound will kill your vibe immediately like as soon as they hear the quality shit come on like I, I got an artist a PPV box cutter shout out to him we did a project I hosted it and I told him I was like before I had you know before I had listened to it myself I, you know I've been I've been in the game for a little while so like I, I, I kind of know what the I kind of know what the people like to hear you know what I'm saying I kind of know especially for like I even study like downloads study all that shit just to understand like okay yeah that song didn't get downloaded but you know what this song does sound horrible like you know what I'm saying so um, so like I said quality definitely does matter with your music man saying so like i said maybe you should do it differently than i did it like listen to if you listen to the mainstream and, and you want to try to match your match your vocals and 
your your snares and shit to that sound because that's because they they ain't put when when you get to that level they not put down no shit that you know motherfucking locals be dropping rough drafts and they ain't even got it mixed or nothing. I done dropped plenty of songs that was just that was rough. You know what I'm saying? I mean, in the first vocals that were laid down, they not they got no adjusting to it. You know, but um, but yeah, man, check it out. Eminem, Sway, Shade Four Five.